Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. It's episode 242 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and there's only two of us. El Clasico. Yes, it's me, it's Steve, and then it's also Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Katie wasn't allowed to, to join us this week. Neither was Kelsey, or Dennis, <laughs> or Bubba, yeah. or, or Sam. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see, Sam's back to traveling. Yeah. So on top of having kids and traveling... You'll never see him again. No, he, he no longer exists <laughs> in this plane. Yeah, you'll never see him again. <laughs> we'll get like a 30-second snippet for Christmas episodes. Right. And that's about it. Yeah, we'll have him phone something in or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. We've been phoning some stuff in here lately anyways. <laughs> yeah, and then Katie, she done got the fake COVID, so. <laughs> <laughs> you mean regular sick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got regular sick. <laughs> she got a before-time code. Yeah, but... Yeah, so it's just Adam and I, and we're going to do some beers, we're going to talk beers, we're going to do other stuff, and stuff, and stuff. Yes. And there will be laughs had, hopefully, as we try to be funny. (laughs) Try is the operative word there. Yeah. I will be funny. Adam will try. (laughs) (laughs) I got him. Damn it. Uh, But we have a little bit of a theme to the beers this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week, we're drinking that also uncommon beer. Uh, which, you know, it, we're sort of in this realm where we're pursuing what the new thing is. Uh, is it is it Spicy Boy Summer 2022 mm-hmm. or is it uh, something else? We don't know. You know, and, and this might be the something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are, are we doing Brown Ale Summer? Maybe. Yeah. Because that would kind of align with Year of the Lager. Right. You know, kind of an old classic style. Yeah. Again, we can't do Year of the Lager because we can't brew lagers. <laughs> but maybe we can do um, we can do brown times. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Let's keep workshopping that one. I know. This is, look, it's a real hard one because <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I, you do the math, but like I said, it was Spicy Boy Summer. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, we're not doing that exactly. Mm-mm. You can put those together nope. in your own head. I'm not doing it <laughs> yeah, for we you. We are not, and that's not. We're not calling it that for sure. No, that's that's a, <laughs> that's an absolutely not. <laughs> but tonight we will be auditioning some brown ales to possibly spark that interest in us. Yes, and see if maybe we want to get on the brown ale train. We've said it in the past that you know Pittsburgh has an unofficial claim to being a brown ale city. You mm-hmm. know, uh, we we have some good ones. In the area. So let's start with one. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's my cue, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I've What's got, the beer? <laughs> I've got the first beer right here, and this comes to us from Helltown, mm-hmm. or if you are a local, Helltown. 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 This is their mischievous. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Mischievous. Mischievous? It's the mischievous. Oh. I. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry, Helltown. No, it is the mischievous brown ale clocking in at five and a half percent on the ABV. Uh-huh. IBU is nice and low at 11. Malts used, UK pale, German Munich, chocolate crystal. And would you like to know the hop used, Steve? The hop used, I could only imagine, is Fogel. It is not. Okay. Willamette? No. Mount Hood? No. Damn it. I'm out. I'm done. Nugget. 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 Oh, okay. Hmm. Living that nug life. Sure. That's, yeah, also a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) The possibility is reality because I'm holding the beer in my hand right now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got 12 ounces of glory ready to go. Okie dokie. 
So let's uh, let's pour this up. Let's see what's happening with it. Let's, okay. Let's give Helltown uh, a little bit more of the spotlight. Sure. Okay. It smells like a brown ale. Looks like a brown ale. It's a brown <laughs> ale. How about that? <laughs> that is the one difficulty with having a beer theme of a rather down the middle style. Yeah. You know. it, 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 well, I mean, at least this one, because mm-hmm. this one is really true to style. Yes. Like it is a right down the middle. Baseline. Yeah. It's a baseline brown ale. Mm-hmm. But Which, that's that's why it's so popular because it's so good. They've perfected it more or less. Exactly. Exactly. And we applaud Helltown for that. Like I remember the first time I had mischievous. Mischievous. Shut up. <laughs> hey, man. I called myself on it, too. Back to the story. Yes. I remember the first one I had was at a Bucktown. Was that Bucktown Beaver County or yeah. Bucktown? Burkane. Okay. Burkane. But that was like, you know, like way, way back when. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah, and that was that was in the early days of craft beer drinking, for me at least. Yeah, I don't even remember when that fucking place closed down. Uh, 2015? 20, something like that. Somewhere in that arena? Yeah. So I think like the first time I had it might have been like 2013 or something. Because I know for a fact that I was on the untapped when it was still open. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2014 when I started? Yeah, it's just, yeah, a real early offering that I had from... Uh, Helltown mm-hmm. was you know at, at Bucktown because that was way back when they were still in the fucking garage. Yes, like <laughs> you know out past Greensburg, <laughs> and so you know that you just get lucky when you had distro from them mm-hmm. out in the area. But yeah, I think I think I had regular brown, and then they also had the double uh, mischievous. Mm, okay, yeah, no, oh, it's it, double mischievous. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up to double, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this beer in and of itself, it does have a good maltiness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good and enjoyable. Obviously, with the low IBUs, you shouldn't be expecting any sort of oh hop smack, no, or hop slam. That's a whole different brewery. Yeah, yeah, but, it, it definitely has a, a real American character to it. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's supposed to be an English style brown, but like there's just an American character to it that is just kind of down the middle, easy drinking. But you know what? I could see this as being a very versatile beer in cooking. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not very thick. Mm-mm. But like, yeah, like you're saying, you you could fry up some brats in this. Yes, wouldn't yes. be bad. <laughs> Once my reserve of Oktoberfest has gone away, yeah, which is relatively soon, <laughs> I'm down to like two two units. Yeah, the only thing I would say about uh, using it in cooking is the the beer itself is pretty murky. It is. This would be very good, though, for fucking beer cheese soup. Yes, beer cheese soup, or honestly, if you put in something in a slow cooker, mm-hmm. like a you know, like a roast or something like that, and you yeah. wanted to kick it up, zhuzh it up a little bit with a beer, this would be a good one. Or chocolate pudding. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. But You know how long it's been since I've had chocolate pudding? No. Years. <laughs> Absolute years. Ew, weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird? Yeah. Snack packs are a dollar, bud. You're not poor. <laughs> I just walked past it. I have yeah. I had a yogurt phase for a while, trying they, to be healthy. Yeah, that might be a buck twenty now. <laughs> Goddamn uh, Joe Brandon. <laughs> Joe Brandon. Nope. <laughs> nope. Goddamn Joe Brandon. <laughs> Made snack packs a buck twenty. <laughs> How am I gonna get my butterscotch fix? Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's a good beer. It is. Uh we enjoy it. We just brought it on because we like it yeah it's it, a good baseline to start good, with <laughs> and, and, and for for this it makes complete sense for us to have a baseline beer up front yeah 
Yeah. We're, we're auditioning. Is this the new style we get into this year? Mm-hmm. I'm actually still personally leading towards spicy sighties. <laughs> ooh. See. Spicy uh, sighties. <laughs> so, I, ooh. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, it's my personal thing, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can convince me to turn to Browns or turn to something else. I can't, I can't convince you on the pronunciation of a single word. How do you think I'm going to convince you on what to drink for an entire summer? You didn't really try that hard. Though, no, either, I really did. Didn't. No, because I'm not that invested in it. <laughs> yeah. See, so get invested in something and like try to try to sway me. <laughs> well, I mean, it involves, give a shit about something and then we can fucking move from there. <laughs> I do, but none of it involves your drinking habits. <laughs> At least as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it is time to to travel into the world of news notes and neat. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, uh, we got obviously one big story, but we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because it's been fucking over since last week. Yeah, it's old news at this point. Like it came out, it came out after we had recorded. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for those of you who didn't hear, Stone got the big money from the Keystone, <laughs> which is the AB InBev. Miller Coors. Miller Coors. There you go. They're all the same. No, they're not. I know they're not. (laughs) There's there's only like three of them, but you should know which (laughs) one is which. (laughs) But they're all run by robber barons, anyways. There you go. Yep. Just use your 1890s (laughs) (laughs) terms and bunch of carpet baggers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Miller Coors, owners of Keystone, they were taking the court. I mean, this story's been going on for right. forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they they released the Keystone cans that had key and stone separated. Yeah. And if you positioned them just right, they said stone by themselves. <laughs> okay. And so, Stone, the brewery known mm-hmm. for all of its IPAs yes. and arrogant bastards, uh, it they took them to court. Mm-hmm. They said, hey. Yeah, infringing on our thing. Come on, come on. <laughs> infringing on our thing, and uh, the jury finally went to a trial, and the jury said, "Yes, there's a likelihood for confusion," mm-hmm. which is all they had to prove. Yeah, not that there was actual confusion that had ever happened. Mm-hmm. It's just like is some is like is somebody dumb enough? <laughs> yes, and yes, is <laughs> basically what they're proving. It's like is somebody dumb enough to confuse the two? And the answer is yes. A resounding yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, that that's a, I I agree. It is. <laughs> yeah. How many grandmas in the past don't know which weed to buy their child? For <laughs> and they end up buying it at Big Lots for $35. Yeah. I got you your game box. <laughs> no, grandma, that's not, no. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for the effort, but no. Yeah. I got you your Atari. Atari hasn't made a system in years. No, that's not a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it came down that uh, the, the, there is a likelihood for confusion. And so Keystone is going to have to pay Stone $56 million. Okay. Stone was seeking 216 Honestly, <laughs> I, I feel that that is appropriate. And what I mean by that is you accept, yes, there was a likelihood and Miller Coolers was, was not necessarily in the wrong, mm-hmm. but they, they towed the line. Right. So... So to get more in depth on this, uh, mm-hmm. the there's a there's a Twitter account, Brendan uh, Paul Freeman. Okay, he is a alcohol specific lawyer. Ah, yes. Okay, and he he's done a lot of the posting on this, and like go follow his account 
for like more in depth on this and just other legal shit in the yeah. fucking alcohol world. But I don't know how many people listen to it, but I listen to it so I can report a little bit back to you. <laughs> this can either entice you or that you just get the information that you missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he did like one of those Twitter spaces mm-hmm. with a, a reporter from courtroom news. Yeah. And they talked about this for about half hour. So it's like a little mini podcast. How about that? There you go. Uh, one of the things he got into, though, was uh, one, how the decision came down about the difference between likelihood and actual confusion. Mm-hmm. The other is that it, it, the way the judgment and how much is awarded was decided okay. is based is somewhat based on um, like willfulness, willfulness or just like being a bad actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they, f- the jury found that Miller Coors was not willful. Okay. They didn't actively go after stone. Right. They, they, they didn't. Yeah. They found that although, you know, that it was kind of part of stone's argument that they did mm-hmm. because like, uh, after stone had formed as a company, mm-hmm. Keystone tried to file trademarks on stones. Ah, yeah. So they knew that stone was out there. Yeah, they it knew, wasn't a right. happy accident. Yeah, they knew stone was out there. They also knew that they couldn't use stone or stones mm-hmm. because their trademark was rejected. Mm-hmm. So they knew they couldn't do that in the past, which is partially how they, maybe partially how they won this case, mm-hmm. is by showing by stone showing that Miller Coors already knew about them as a company and about not using stone as a as a label. Right. And and on top not only through through legal channels, but also through industry channels, you have to assume that they, you know, they being Miller Coors knows about stone on some level. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not some two-bit operation. Yeah, neither are. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, you have to know each other, you know, other the, entities in the industry. And they both hold offices in the same countries. <laughs> like it's not fucking crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and that and that's essentially how Stone came up winning because it, it just was too obvious. Right. And uh there's you know, there's a whole lot more that goes into this. Like the case isn't completely settled. I'm sure it's Obviously, going to appeal. Yeah, Miller Corps is gonna file appeals. Uh, maybe they, you know, maybe they settle it out of court mm-hmm. for even less money. But like, yeah, Stone is going to file further motions to make them pay more. Uh, you know what? I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, it's just a thing you do, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I, I find that the result is satisfactory. Right. But I mean, they they have to file further motions because Miller Coors is going to file you further have to do motions. counter motions because, and yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah, because Miller Coors doesn't find this satisfactory. <laughs> Miller Coors doesn't want to lose $56 million. So why did they come <laughs> talk to me, a nobody podcaster that has no skin in this game? I'd have told everybody, this is fine. We're done. Everybody go home. Uh, the other part of it is like uh, Stone is going to want to have some dictation over how Keystone is advertised in the future. Uh, I, mm, that's right. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. But I, I guess my concern is how much reach they would have. I mean, they I, depends. I think they're just going to lay out guidelines, and that's fine as long as and they probably are, one of those guidelines is don't separate key and stone ever again. Right. The right. Jags. <laughs> I hope that's in the document. <laughs> well, no, they're from California, so they don't use that word. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they're hella Jags. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I. I, I understand that. I just hope it isn't seen as an opportunity to overstep in the other direction for Stone. 
Who fucking cares over step on a giant corporation? Stop bootlicking. <laughs> Stop bootlicking for giant corporations, Adam. Versus, versus other giant corporations? Yes. <laughs> who cares what either of these two do? I really don't care. Yeah, exactly. So who cares if it goes farther the other way in stone? Like Because I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> it's been going on for a year and a half. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, we barely talk about it. We, I know. I think it's been on three episodes. Maybe. Yes. Yes. So that's almost 1%. That's yeah. over 1% <laughs> of our episodes. <laughs> They're in the 1%. They are the 1%. <sighs> yeah. So whatever. It's still not completely finished, I'm but it'll sure be finished not. soon enough. And, you know, you'll buy Keystone and a fucking label that is just Keystone. Well, the thing is, I don't really buy either one. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I get to be on the sidelines. I get to root for whoever I want yeah. or nobody at all. Yeah. I think the last time Stone got my money was for the, the drunken public or the punk and public tour. Ah, uh, yes. It's the last time they kind of got my money. Um, you know, before that, I think the last single beer I bought from them was a, was their mint chocolate stout or maybe Choco Vesa. One of those two? Uh, Choco Vesa, I think, would have been mine. Yeah. Which is a good beer. I mean, yeah. It's a good beer. They're both good beers, but the fact is you just can get better local. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, just go down the road. Yeah, it's like, I don't give a shit if I can get it better local. <laughs> yeah, and and along that same vein, uh, don't buy BrewDog. Yeah, don't buy BrewDog either. They've been shits in the news as well. Yeah. We're not talking about it, but... Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're officially done with that. We're just <laughs> we're just reminding you that there is a bad news story about BrewDog out there. Don't buy BrewDog. Yeah, please and thank you. <laughs> BrewDog is not local, even though they have a thing in Columbus. That's not local. Don't buy that. <laughs> right. Actually, they do have a place in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, they have that too. I've See? never been. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never been. Neither have I. Yeah. Don't. Just go to Two Phrase instead. Two Phrase. Okay, so you brought it up and might as well just move on. Yeah, like <laughs> that I, segue? I guess, yeah. It jumped out at me, but yeah. <laughs> uh, just for a little backtrack, last weekend, Two Phrase and First Sip had a little block party, mm -hmm. but it fucking snowed really bad and it was cold and awful. And it was I, an ice block party. And not everybody made it out. I know I didn't, but I also had previous engagements and Adam was off traveling to go see his wilder people <laughs> my what your wilder people wilder people oh your parents you know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i also had plans well i mean just saying like you know they love they live up in venango county where there's like no electricity and no they have it now oh okay yeah they have it <laughs> oh all right that's fine <laughs> they're hoping to get indoor plumbing in the next year or two but fact is neither of us and i think a lot of people weren't able to make it out mm -hmm. to the block party that they were hosting that was part of releasing a, a new beer that was a collaboration between two phrase first sip and the Quasar brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, the, it's the all female owned, all female brewed uh, brewery in Africa that we spoke about previous episodes ago. Yes. I believe Dennis was on the episode when we talked about it last, but uh, if he wasn't, he was still in our hearts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they released a collaboration beer called burning lips. It's made with, uh, Pilsner malt and sorghum, which is uh, sorghum is a big part of what Quasar brews with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, they released the collaboration uh, proceeds for the sales of that beer will go to the Quasar brewery. And uh, you can still buy some down at the Two Phrase Tap Room if as, you didn't get any last week. As of this recording. Yeah. 
as of this recording, but it, they told me <laughs> it'll still be there through the weekend. <laughs> so if you're listening on a Friday, as you should, then it should still be there. Yes. And then you can also check out uh, the the beer, um, the the douche tagged us in. Yes. Which was the, uh, the the tamarind spicy goza. And also not a sentence I thought I'd be heard when I started this podcast five years ago. The douche tagged us in the tamarind spicy goza. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The I douche tagged us in. <laughs> I don't try to predict the words that will happen. I just try to know the words when they do happen. <laughs> but it all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so go get it. Go support uh, several good entities. Yeah. Two phrase makes good beer. Check out both those beers. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to try to this weekend. Yes. But if I can't, you know, I can't because I'm lazy and poor. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm super poor. I don't. <laughs> well, there you go. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, so I've got a couple quick hitters. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, uh, this is old news. I'm going to throw it out there anyways. Sure. Uh, the guy that had the uh, couldn't talk, couldn't speak and uh, got hooked up to computers. His first phrase was, I need a beer. Mm-hmm. Great. Go check yeah, it out. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It basically just boils down to there's a guy in Germany who has ALS mm-hmm. and he became permanently locked in and they just found a way for him by moving his eyes. He could generate words depending on the colors and the direction that he looked at. Yes. So and that it's was- a it's a it's an interesting neuro study and it just relates to beer because he asked for beer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. Go check it out. Way, it's way better than whatever the fuck Elon Musk is trying to put in your brain. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. Don't need that in my don't life. Don't know what that is, but that will that will leave you screaming in madness, <laughs> not asking for beers. Uh, but I have another one, uh, and this is a new series that I'm going to start. Okay. It's called Beer Truck Crashes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. I, I like this. <laughs> so it's a new series that I decided to start. Yep. Anytime that I go through looking for beer news for news notes and neat, every once in a while, I always come across a news article about a beer truck crashing on the highway. Yeah, there, there's three common fucking threads I see a lot. It's mm-hmm. beer truck crashes, domestic violence, and theft. So The last two aren't as funny. No, no, they are not. <laughs> as beer truck crashes. So as long as we keep the beer truck crashes with minimal fatalities, this yes. is a funny segment. Yes, it is. Uh, so we're going to go to the beautiful Commonwealth of Kentucky, the Bluegrass State, uh, where on Interstate 65, just outside of Louisville, mm-hmm. uh, there was a single vehicle accident involving a beer truck. Any guess as to what it was hauling? Well, beer, but <laughs> I'm going to guess, uh, you know, I'm going to say it's a Keystone truck. No. Damn. No. Worse. Bud Light Platinum. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't know they still made. Yeah. Maybe they're just like taking it to a dump. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg will drink this. Send it to his house. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. But yeah, uh, that happened in Hardin County. Uh, and it was uh, so big that it shut down the northbound lanes of I-65 uh, for several hours for cleanup work. Uh, it was reopened that afternoon. I am happy to report that there were no fatalities. Uh, no one was seriously hurt. So uh, entry one of beer truck crashes was a success. <laughs> 
It's just a good old fashioned jackknife on a slippery road. <laughs> <laughs> Dumped a whole bunch of garbage on the ground. Yeah, exactly. That's what brings out raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of deer and raccoons <laughs> fucking licking up garbage. <laughs> I honestly had no idea they're still making Bud Light Platinum. I don't know. Maybe they're all taking it to um, taking it to Santa's trailer and the. Oh yeah, down in Nashville. Down in Nashville, yeah. <laughs> Man, I'd like to go back there. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I haven't been there since the last time. Right? There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe you party with Kid Rock. Who knows? I, I don't need to do that. You can though. He's he's shown up there. I'm I I <laughs> I'm sure that he has. I don't need to be in the same room as him. It is not a life goal. Whatever. <laughs> So that's beer truck crashes. Neat. See, it worked. I know, yeah. <laughs> All right, final story mm-hmm. is, uh, again, going back to the Twitters and the people that we follow, uh, M. Souter. Yes. She is a cartoonist, and I'm sure many more people know her as Pints and Panels on the Twitter. Yes. But, you know, also Instagram, wherever you follow her. She's all over. She is, she is putting out a book. Is it a picture book? It is a picture book. <laughs> that would be very weird if she did not put out a picture book. <laughs> Turns out it's about the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. It's called Hooray for Craft Beer, an Illustrated Guide to Beer. And it's just kind of a collaboration of all the things that she's been drawing. It's you know, gets into styles, gets into pairings, mm-hmm. all in, you know, nice illustrated pictures that she's done. It's it is a very nice and wholesome take on craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoy seeing her work. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice wholesome take. You learn a bit, uh, and it's all done in her cartoony style. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is both an advanced cicerone okay. and has a master's degree in cartooning. So you know that kind of makes sense. You put your two talents together. That's right, <laughs> and you make a book. Yeah, you can create something that way. <laughs> you use your talents for good, not evil. <laughs> I am curious where you would get a master's in cartooning. I'm I'm curious what institution art schools. <laughs> <laughs> all right i walked right into that yeah, one. Like, <laughs> right into that where one the fuck do you think you get things <laughs> where do you get things <laughs> what do you girls get masters <laughs> listen <laughs> like i know you're stem and all but <laughs> yeah that's a whole other world you know i could get a master's in film if i wanted to <laughs> or had the money to or had the time to <laughs> Oh man, it's like, it's like I'm just thinking like, wait, is there like a license test or something? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take credits? Like, no, there's a whole the whole liberal arts side to college that I was in. You can get a whole lot of things. Oh, I didn't go into that building. I know. There was, uh, there was us, there was the journalists, there was the marketing. It was bright and colorful and loud. I, I wasn't allowed in there. I got overstimulated. I gotta get out of here. There's not enough trains in this building. I gotta leave. <laughs> Shut up. Trains are awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, you can pick up uh, M's book. It's on pre-release right now, um, but it's, believe it's being published by the Brewers Association. Oh, okay. As they do with most of those things. But yeah, it's a pre-release now, and then the book officially comes out April 25th. Excellent. So, yeah. Yep. Pick it up as you want. Uh all right. That's, that's about it for the news. I think we knocked it out of the park. I think so, too. Uh, what do you think about this Helltown? Mischievous. You say whatever way you want. <laughs> I'm not going to force you, but just don't tell me how not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, this Helltown Brown Ale, what do you think? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy it. Like we already said at the top, mm-hmm. it's it's one that we have had in the past. It's one we enjoy. We brought it on just because it's a good baseline. It is five point five percent. You can drink a good amount of them. Uh, it's not. It doesn't go overly one way or the other. It's not overly spiced. It's not overly sweet. It's not overly anything. Yeah. It's right down the middle brown ale. You can drink a bunch. You know, maybe the one place you wouldn't drink it is at a Pittsburgh Pirates tailgate. Right. Get a little too sweaty. Yeah. It's like a well-broken-in flannel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just comfy. But it's, a, it's a comfy beer. Once the sun goes down, it's game on for it again. <laughs> That's when the jackals come out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's fine after the sun goes down mm-hmm. or any other time during the, you know, Pittsburgh weather cycle, which has no sun. Yeah. So. And, and we've run through all of it in the last 48 hours here. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. I like the snow part. <laughs> I don't like the part where I get screaming headaches and pressure like yeah. in my neck and brain mm-hmm. because the fucking barometer is jumping its ass up and down. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry. My joints aren't appreciating this either. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't like. I yeah. just either be cold or don't. Yeah. Pick a lane. That's <laughs> yeah. all I want. Yeah. So I can prepare the entire day. Yeah. All but, right. Well, we're we're done being old men yelling at clouds. <laughs> you'll literally. figure it out. <laughs> One day you'll learn. <laughs> One day you'll turn 35 and everything will hurt. <laughs> and you didn't even do anything. You didn't do shit. And it just hurts. You just woke up broken. <laughs> it's the culmination of all of your yeah. injuries. <laughs> Inside and out. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, uh, take a break. Yeah, take a break. Be right back. New round next. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. Welcome back to segment two of episode 242, where there's only two hosts <laughs> of the Hop Nation 2 essay. <laughs> uh, we're doing brown ales because we're investigating, you know, what style do we brew next? What do we try to make our thing for the summer? It might be brown ales. It might be. I'm still leaning spicy cideys. <laughs> have we ever made a cider? No. Oh, I'm sorry, a cidey? No. Okay. We have not. Well, we we can also, um, I had mm-hmm. a Kolsch, I had a Kolsch style from Pipeworks. I was that the one that was uh, fruited. Yeah, it was fruited with apples. Yes, and that was pretty tasty. It was pretty crisp. I didn't get a whole lot of apple on it though. Okay. So I just, but I think you know you could do one that you get a little more tartness on. Yeah. While still remaining in the crisp, snappy. Get that Granny Smith going. Yeah. So, like, you, you try, you attempt a Kolsch <laughs> or a similar style. Kolsch style yeah, beer. Yeah. You attempt a Kolsch style or a similar style beer that gets you in kind of that lager realm. Yeah. Kind of lager adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> then you put some little apple juice. Yeah. That you crush crush some apples in so that's another realm Mm -hmm. and then you cover it up with peppers so nobody can taste your mistakes (laughs) (laughs) it's all coming together smart (laughs) but yes we're doing browns though and this week is browns and i have a brown 
This brown is coming from Ohio. 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 The Buckeye State. And uh, it is from a Listerman Brewing Company. Where the, are they at? The Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're out of Cincinnati. Ah, okay. Yeah. They're they're uh, kind of a they're kind of a hype Ohio brewery. Mm, but okay. I don't know how far they reach out of Ohio if they do. If they do, they reach probably more into Kentucky. That would make sense. Yeah. Since but, they're down that way. Yeah. I rarely see them in PA. This is a vintage estates pickup. Mm-hmm. Vintage has a lot of Listermen. And this beer is their Chacao. Chacao. Hazelnut double brown ale. And it is 10% on the ABVs. That's a big one. 30 on the ABVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it is, it, it's part of their triple digit series. So for homebrewers, You'll know, like when you do your original gravities, mm-hmm. and most beers come in at that 1.08 or 1.06, you know? Yeah. So 1.1. Gotcha. You get the sludge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the triple digit 100. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you start getting in the sludge territory. That's when you need that blow off tube. Yeah. You need the blow off tube. You need the real strong fucking yeast. <laughs> yeah. Let it but, eat. Yeah. It, it's part of their triple digit series. And, also, this has a bunch of medal postings. Uh, apparently, this is a 2020 gold medal winner, a 2017 best in show, 2017 gold, 2016 bronze, 2019 silver. Got pedigree. Apparently. I mean, the mischievous brown also has medals, but they just aren't full of themselves <laughs> to post it on the can. So They let the beer do the talking. Yeah, they just let the beer do the talking. It's been around long enough. Your Pennsylvania is showing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Flatlanders. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll check this one out. All right. Like right now? Uh-huh. Okay. It uh, looks like a brown ale. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a brown ale, although it does not have the same head retention that the uh, the Helltown had. It does not. I can only imagine why. I can only suspect that it is the hazelnut oils yes. that are affecting that and just the fact that it's 10 fuck percent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'll say, it, I mean, it, it's worth remarking mm-hmm. that it still looks more like a brown ale than a stout or a porter. Yes. The light bends just a little bit extra. <laughs> yes. It's not quite as dark, and there is a clarity to the beer when you can see it. Mm, I, I, that being said, it is starting to creep up on the line. Yeah, but you, you can just kind of tell also just comparing it to the Helltown. The Helltown kind of looks like murky mud water. You know, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a murkiness to it, but there there's a clarity to this one. Yes, yes, there is. Even though it's all dark, <laughs> <laughs> when when the light hits it, you'll know what we're talking about. Right. The nose is really cool, though. It smells it's, like Nutella. It kind of does. Yeah, it kind of does. I was trying to figure out what that smell was because it wasn't just straight hazelnut, mm-hmm. but it's got that that sweetness pop to it as well. Yeah. So I think I was reading there are like chocolate malts in this. That makes sense. So hazelnut chocolate together, you get a little Nutella. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little Nutella. <laughs> Fatty boy treats. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. It's a. Uh, it's. Hmm. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I started to say something, but then like more flavors kind of came up, and I was like, well, I guess stop for a sec. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Assess those flavors as well. Yeah, I I really like that. Now, I will say I will not be chugging four of those. No. In a, 
in a hot parking lot. No, no, it's bad. Very bad. But uh, it's good. It's good for near campfire. Yeah, yeah, it's good for anywhere else. Again, sun's got to go down. Yeah, this is yeah. But yeah, it uh, it has kind of that chocolatiness up front, mm-hmm. uh, and then surprisingly a a very mild brown ale taste to it, like kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. But that that mild brown ale is also accompanied by the hotness of it, obviously being ten percent. Yes, they couldn't hide that. No, <laughs> it, to be fair, it's it's not easy to do that. Yeah, and then the reason why I stopped myself is because at the back end, the nuttiness came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what like I was like, oh wait, oh, now there's like there it is nuttiness on the aftertaste. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. I do too. I uh, yeah, this is the best beer we've had this segment. Right, I can I can see why. It, Possibly won some medals. <laughs> yes, yes. Did they say what uh, what competitions those medals came from? I assumed GABF. That's what I assumed as well. But they also had like best in show, which I don't think is a maybe it's just a that, category. I mean, it's not a bad looking beer. I yeah, I'll give them that's, that. That's the other thing. They're just putting medals on there. Out there, and did it win the talent portion? Yeah, they're just putting medals. They didn't say who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be bashing them because they make a good beer. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> Had to defend PA a little bit. That's you know? right. <laughs> Ohio's actually been taking home some medals at the GABF the past couple years. Pennsylvania's been kind of lagging behind a little bit. Or there was just Pennsylvania racism. Uh, what? You know, it's like Pennsylvania, but like racism against Pennsylvania. Oh, 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 so statism. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, wait, <laughs> Pennsylvania's full of racism? <laughs> well, that it is, but... <laughs> I didn't think that was the avenue you were driving down. There wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, but it is true. But <laughs> um, yeah, it just maybe there's there's a bit of statism. Maybe you know? they're like there are people in other states and everything. The judges, they're all mad because we have Yingling, and we don't give Yingling out to anybody else. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> I know they they severely overestimate <laughs> the love for Yingling among non racists. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, ah, 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 hot takes. Ah, got that ten percent in them. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> quickly. Uh, since Steve is getting all nimbly bimbly over there, that Hell means yeah. that spring has sprung. Yeah, and you know what that means? What baseball's here? Is it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, the billionaires settled with the millionaires. Ah, good. And they're going to play the baseball. <laughs> I was very concerned of what the elite oh. ruling class was up to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm glad they've worked it all out for themselves. <laughs> they will be able to afford the G6, or I assume it's the G7 now. Who knows? Maybe uh, they've moved on to something else. That's not my world. I think it's all super yachts at this point. <laughs> super yachts. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it is... Going to be opening day uh, a few days after this episode premieres, drops, gets sent yeah. into the world. Sure. I don't know what you want to call Released. it. Released. Released. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Inflicted upon. <laughs> We're like a couple of raccoons that got caught in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> Get sent out to the state park. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it is time to talk baseball. And we're in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So that means we have to talk pirates. Yuck. <laughs> yes. So by that tone, I'm sure you can figure out we're kind of disappointed in the organization at large. Yeah. I mean, Steve and I, we enjoy baseball games. 
we enjoy baseball games. I was a baseball fan. Right. Up until, I would say, the first lockout mm-hmm. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the first lockout I remember. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many's happened before or after, but the up until the first lockout, I, you know, I fell off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I was admittedly interested in the home run race. Yeah. Because who wasn't? Exactly. But that... You know, that leads us into basically saying that interest is waning, not only at this table, but I would say in the city at large. Yeah, well, I mean, when you don't have a winning team for years upon years, like we had, like what year was it that we had the one appearance in the playoffs? It was 2013, 14, and 15 were the three years that the the Pirates were good. Yeah. We still had Kutch, too. We had Prime Kutch. Yeah. We had Prime Kutch. Good Kutch. Yes. (laughs) But those days are now over. Yeah, that it's back. When, when <laughs> they traded Kutch, and then they traded everybody else. They traded Marte. They got rid of everything. And, and you know why they did that? To save money. Because Bob Nutting is a fucking <laughs> Wow! Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't... Ah. Uh, uh. what, what did I say about bootlicking, Adam? You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> uh, but uh, just to drive uh, the point home... Uh, during those those years when the Pirates were actually good and competitive, mm-hmm. uh, their payroll was just under one hundred million dollars for the for the year. They were in the ninety five to hundred million dollars a year. Mm. This year, the year twenty and twenty two, uh, would you like to guess what their payroll was going to be, Steve? Well, I I sort of know it because I did see the graphic and this is also what the whole segment's based right, around. Exactly. <laughs> but, it was a very, very leading question. But there was there was a graphic about like the three lowest paid teams, mm-hmm. and I believe it's us and the Guardians. That sounds right. Are two of them. Yeah. And we both are under forty million. Yes. Uh the number that I have is thirty seven million eight hundred and seventy five a thousand dollars. Hey. Hey yeah. So we here at Hop Nation. Have a proposal. Mm-hmm. Let's save that money. Yeah. Let's let's just shut down the baseball season here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Let's and, let's send all of those players to better teams, mm-hmm. places that they might be able to shine. <laughs> yes, they deserve better. We deserve better because we know if they shine here, we know what happens. We'll go to those teams anyway. <laughs> right. So let's just cut out the middleman and quit baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a proposal of what we're going to do with that. Yes. I have a number of ideas. Okay, I'm listening. And I have a bunch of little ways that we can spend this $37 Okay. These are all ways that we can entertain ourselves more. (laughs) (laughs) Step one, watch paint dry. Right. (laughs) These are ways that we can take that $37 and we can spend it on things that will entertain us more than what the pirates would. Yes. Uh, One... I have a new business venture. Oh, okay. We have a Top Golf here in Pittsburgh, right? We do. Okay, so I took a look into how much Top Golf is. Okay. How much does a Top Golf franchise cost? Mm-hmm. Around 18 million. Shit. Yeah. Unless you're the Vegas one, that Vegas one costs 50 million dollars. It's wackadoodle. I I'm sure. Like you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it is wackadoodle. Uh, it costs 50 million. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. A fucking Top Golf. <laughs> A place for people to stuff hot wings and nachos in their fucking face while they shit golf costs more yes. than the entire Pirates team. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a new proposal. Oh, this is okay. a new business since right. we already have a Top Golf. We do. It's very nice. This one's called Top Ball. 
Oh, okay. And it's very similar, though. Mm -hmm. But it's just high-end batting cages. Ooh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. And this is this is also a reference to, um, if anybody's played the Yakuza games on PlayStation, mm -hmm. they have a batting mini game yes. that has high-end baseball batting cages. Okay. And you go in and you hit the ball and you hit the ball at a scoreboard. Okay. And how many points you get off the scoreboard gets you fucking ah, prizes. So it kind of sounds like a combination of batting cages and ski ball. In ski ball and top golf. I mean, top golf has. Oh, yeah, because they do have the, the they little. They have the games. They, they have fucking yeah. angry birds. and Yeah. So you do the same thing, but with batting cages. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and so people <laughs> still get their baseball fix. Right. They still get their baseball fix. You can watch sports. You can watch other baseball teams play. Good baseball teams You can play. stuff hot wings and fucking nachos <laughs> in your face. You can get drunk. <laughs> All the same things that you could do at Pirates games, but now you get to participate and maybe win prizes. Right, exactly. And don't go have to go home mad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. Okay. I figure that'll cost maybe around $18 million, so we'll have enough left over to open another franchise somewhere else. <laughs> we can go, you know, one in the West Hills. We can go one in the North Hills. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. or we can just do one on the West Coast. Oh, shit, yeah. Find 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 the other shittiest team and put one in their fucking sp oh, spot, too. Oh, smart. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another proposal I have, mm -hmm. and, and this is uh, this is definitely money saving. Oh, okay. But it's also park saving. I'm listening. PNC Park is one of the most beautiful stadiums. Bar none. So I don't want it to go to waste. Yes, agreed. Uh, my thought is... Mm -hmm. And this has got to be way under $37 million. <laughs> We just bring back arena football. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you put arena football in PNC Park. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure the field is small enough. It'll fit in a baseball <laughs> diamond. <laughs> and then you can have like field side seats. Yeah. You can put seats on the field. This makes complete sense. Yeah. And there's no way you pay arena football players. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that they're much. Cheap. They're yeah, cheap. It's got to be cheaper than $37 million. <laughs> So we bring back the Pittsburgh power. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's another way. Uh, and then you still get all the, you know, advantageous goofness of like when you try to kick. They have kicking, right? Yes. Yeah. So you get all the river wind goofness from. <laughs> That's true. It makes it the most beautiful and hard park to play in AFL. I like it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Smart. Beautiful chaos. Smart. It's no longer an arena, but whatever. That's fine. You know what? We can round. Yeah. Round up. Yeah. Fuck them. That's, <laughs> that's in the proposal. Yeah. Fuck them. It's hard to play here. <laughs> Them's the rules. Mm -hmm. Another proposal. Yes. Video games. Video games. Video games. Okay. I think for about $10 million, mm -hmm. we can make three more Monkey Island games. Oh, okay. Which are all pirate themed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you get three pirate themed games. <laughs> and then another $10 million, we can make uh, a fucking Mutant Baseball League game. Oh, shit. Mutant Baseball League never existed. It was only hockey and football. It never existed? No. Really? There were there were other uh, wild baseball games, like robot baseball and shit mm -hmm. like that. But there wasn't a mutant baseball league. Maybe it was just one of those things where everything kind of melded together. You just think there, yeah. Yeah. Because I thought there was. I had to look. Mm -hmm. I didn't see one. Okay. <laughs> but yes, we get a mutant baseball league game for the first time, and I'll just put pirates in that game. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody knows the players' names anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that'll be like $20 million for four games, and then I get some money left over for great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, whatevs. Yeah. Uh, my final proposal. Yes. For something that it, it, this will cost, I mean, it could cost up to $37 million. Okay. 
but I think we can get it for cheaper, mm-hmm. is a a Ben Wheatley directed adaptation. And Ben Wheatley is a very trippy director. Okay. So I'll, it, it it's important for Ben Wheatley to be the director. Okay. He he is the guy. Once I tell you what the story is. Okay. There, there's two other directors that could do this as well. And I probably should have led with the other one because you would have got it, but... <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, a... Ben Wheatley directed adaptation mm-hmm. of the Doc Ellis story. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that story. So if so, if anybody knows Ben Wheatley, he, a lot of his films are super trippy and super weird. Mm-hmm. And if you know the Doc Ellis story, the Doc Ellis story is the Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher who, in 1970, pitched a no hitter against the San Diego Padres. <laughs> That's amazing, just yes. to begin with. And he did it all on LSD. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And on top of him doing it on LSD, he had a crazy fucking travel schedule. Yes. Because he did LSD at noon in Los Angeles and was at the San Diego Park (laughs) at 4.30. (laughs) So, like, that's a great, like, one, that's a great travel ticking clock. Mm -hmm. He has to get to the stadium. That's great narrative writing there. Right. And then you have the story of the, the game itself while he's on LSD. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a fantastic movie. It'd be a great movie. So uh, Ben Wheatley could be a director. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one who you won't know, uh, Panos Cosmatos. Nope. But that's he's another trippy director. The one I should have led with, though, was Terry Gilliam. Okay. All right. You would have got that one. Yes. Famous, again, another trippy director and very famous for doing Fair and Loathing, mm-hmm. obviously, which all, you can imagine all of those scenes yes. being imported into a baseball <laughs> movie. Um, and then I, I was thinking uh, an actor, uh, Jonathan Majors. Okay. Who, Where would I know him from? Um, currently, uh, he is going to be the next big Marvel villain. He's going to be playing Kang the Conqueror. Okay. But like, he really came on my radar for the HBO show Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft Country. Okay. And just, I think he's a really good actor. And I think he would, because of those two things, mm-hmm. he would do really well. And another weird situation gotcha. of LSD hallucination because <laughs> obviously, like you got to turn it up to eleven. You got oh, absolutely. You, you kind of do have to make it like those fear and loathing scenes where you know uh, Thompson is seeing the lizard people in the lounge, and you know you got to make it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. And I, oh, all right, yeah, we need to start getting that yeah that screenplay together. It's a great fucking movie. It'd be way more entertaining. You can entertain way more people than absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's a great story. It's a great thing, and we can all celebrate it as it a as a piece of Pittsburgh history. It is. It is a great achievement in Yinzer history. Yeah. Ah, uh, so I got thirty seven million dollars to spend, and I am opening a brewery. Okay. Damn it. Yes. So. I have to figure out how I'm going to spend $37,875,000. So let's start with where we're going to house this. Okay. Building one. Yeah. We are going to spend $7,780,000 on the Cheesecake Factory. In the Southside Works. In the Southside Works. Did you know that that is now for sale? Uh, I did see that, yes. Yes, it is for sale. So for a paltry $7.8 million, we'll round up. We can own the Cheesecake Factory. Great. Because it's already got a kitchen ready-made. Yeah. You know, it's got plenty of space, parking all the way around. Yeah. You know, it's it's already in a bit of a destination area. Right. We'll be fine. Cool. We'll be good there. We'll just tear down the signs. Yeah. Put in a new <laughs> fountain somewhere. We'll be good to go. Yeah. But we're not worried about just Pittsburgh. Okay. We need to reach out a little bit more. So we're buying more cheesecake factories? <laughs> no. Oh. But what we are going to do is spend $2.7 million on a distribution center in Beaver County. Mm. 
Beaver County Beverage is currently for sale. Oh, is it? It is. Hmm. For $2.7 million. Damn, you that's can, pretty expensive. It is. <laughs> it is. You can have that. But we're not done there. Yeah. Because we need to go a little bit to the northeast as well. Yeah. We need to go to Indiana, PA. Okay. And where we need to buy the Voodoo Tap Room, which for mm. $1.75 million, we can have that. Neat. Yes. <laughs> but we're not done yet. <laughs> Building four. Yeah. Uh, we need to have a brewery space. Right, of and, course. And uh, so we're not doing it in the cheesecake factory. No, okay. no, that's that's point to sale only. Okay. Um, but what we do have is we have a brewery space slash cold storage space uh-huh. uh, for five point nine five million dollars. Uh, that is the old Green Tree uh, Macaroni Company. <laughs> <laughs> they are selling their facility. Okay. Uh, we could buy that for a paltry five point nine five. Dope. <laughs> yes. So that gives us four buildings. However, uh, we're going to have to do some upgrades. Right. So I, 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 I put together a little bit of a spreadsheet, and I figured 25% of the cost of the buildings for upgrades. So that's going to cost us another $4.5 million. Okay. That's going to get us there. So we got four buildings all, re- all, all upgraded, ready to go. That gets us some of the way there. Because we also need the equipment to brew this stuff. Mm-hmm. So a 50-barrel system... It's going to run us about $700,000. Sure. Cheap. Sure. That's cheap yeah, compared that's, to the rest of this. It's walking around money. It is. Especially when you have 37 in your pocket. Yes. Uh, so to to get the process rolling a little bit more, uh, I put in a nice uh, $500,000 to get rid of the red tape. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> grease the skids a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Expedite it. You, get it going. You got to have that in the budget. Yeah. Uh, but we also need somebody to brew. Okay, sure. So we're we had to hire a head brewer. Yeah. I figure a nice salary of about two hundred thousand dollars. That would probably be attractive to some. I think at least. <laughs> I think we can pull somebody in. Yeah. Uh that they are going to be running that operation. But they, they need helping hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I figure between the four buildings, uh, we're gonna have to employ about thirty people. Cool. Uh and uh we're not we're not gonna screw around. Gotcha. Uh, Good. We're going to give uh, an average uh, hourly rate of $50 an hour. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we figure that, uh, you know, it's going to be 52 weeks, 40 hours a week. Uh, that's going to get us to about uh, $4.7 million. Sure, yeah. Now, that includes 401k. Yeah. That includes your medical, your yeah. dental, everything. Whole kit and caboodle. Okay. So what that gets you... Uh, we assumed about 50% over your your uh, your hourly rate. Yeah. That's also going to be going into your benefits. Gotcha. So that all fits into your about 4.7 million. We need ingredients. Yeah. So I'm going to budget about $750,000 for ingredients for not only the beer, but for the food that we will be serving out of the old cheesecake factory. That might be right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could ask him to leave some of the cheesecakes behind. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's all that what that costs, but yes. <laughs> yes. But you know what? We need to get this stuff here and there and everywhere. Yeah. We need delivery trucks. Yeah. So I'm going to order six Ford F-350 Duallys, <laughs> brand new, Lariats. Okay. Though, uh, those come in about uh, $93,000 a piece. Oh, okay. So that gets us about $559,000. Yeah. So that gets us the truck side of things. But we also have to worry about the vans. 
So I'm also going to order six delivery vans for about $55,000 each. That gets us up you know, $560,000. Gotcha. Now we're starting to get into the nitty gritty, the little stuff. Right, yeah. That, and that's what gets you. The little, the little <laughs> <laughs> purchases. Yeah. You, you know, once you get below half a million, right. it all just gets fuzzy. Yeah. So advertising. We did bump up a little bit on that one. Okay. So I figure $750,000 a year to get advertising. Yeah. You know, because we had to have t-shirts and glassware. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe some, you know, maybe a Facebook advertisement. Yeah. I figure $750,000 will do that as well. That's a, that's that's pretty solid marketing budget. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and that's the other thing is we are, I think we should hire somebody to do a little bit of that. Yeah. To help us out with that. You know, some of the design work as well. There is one more thing we need to worry about. Community outreach. Uh-huh. Million dollars a year for community <laughs> outreach. Okay. <laughs> so all that being said, is there anything else that you can think of that we need to worry about? I mean, no, like you said, it just gets down to the dishes and the nitty gritty and just, right. you know, all the signage, shit like that. So with all of that being said, uh, and, I, and I think we have a fairly comprehensive list to get started with our, our small business venture. Uh, I am still short $5.7 million. You still have 5.7 left over is left, what you mean. <laughs> yes. Yes. To get to my goal of spending all $37,875,000. Gotcha. I still need to find a way to spend $5.6 Just throw it back into advertising. <laughs> I could. Now, that being said... Uh, Ad- advertise like you're advertising a film. <laughs> I haven't paid you and I haven't paid me. Right. So, I don't know. You want a hundred grand a year? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Always. That cuts us down to five point four eight million. Okay. And then you could add another hundred grand because again, you said the average would be fifty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. But like if you have a master brewer at two hundred thousand, then you could have an assistant brewer at a hundred thousand. Yeah. So I mean there there's definitely ways that we can eat that money up. Yes. Uh the one thing the one thing being said, uh in the tap room I am going to have one policy, no tipping. Okay, that's fine. Because our our staff is gonna be paid fifty dollars an hour right. on average. Right. I think everybody wins with that one. Yeah. That could also be part of charity outreach. Instead of tipping going to the staff, it could just go ah. into just go to charity. I like that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Just send it to charity. So I've got about five point five million dollars left to spend here. Yeah. You throw it into advertising. You throw okay. it into skywriting. You throw it in the fucking <laughs> just goof shit. Throw it into shit that like people do not expect. Hop Nation USA Park. Probably known as PNC Park. Fucking for $5 million, I guarantee that you could find a huge show ah, and make, yes. them, make them a sponsor. Yes. Like you could make sure that Joe Rogan drinks a fucking uh, whatever brewery the name is going to be. Mm-hmm. You make sure he could drink one of our beers. Every episode. Every, every episode. Mm-hmm. Label out. <laughs> of course label out. Yeah. <laughs> Label out here, he gets yelled at. Yeah, and he's going to have to have a neon sign in the background on one of the main camera shots. Yeah, yeah. Behind the frame, guest. Yeah, behind, behind the guest. guest. Yes. That way, in case the guest doesn't drink, it still advertises the mm, brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've thought this through. I am smart. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, we, we've got plenty of ways to spend that money better. Sure. Uh, I have one way, though. Okay. Uh, you, you had a little bit trouble. I did. Of uh, spending all your money. I did. Opening a brewery. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For $33 million, Mm -hmm. we can buy the Asian Lady 88 meter yacht. (laughs) Oh. It is a super catamaran. Yes. Uh, It is bigger than any of the Gateway Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) 
And we'll plop that right down in the river. And that will become our new pirate-themed brewery <laughs> that l- resides on the river. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know how obnoxious that would be? Absolutely obnoxious. <laughs> and I love every second of it. So $33 million for the yacht. Mm-hmm. I imagined that leaves me like, you know, $4 million and plus left yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So that gives us $4 million for... That leaves us four million for just general brewery expenses. You mm-hmm. can o- you can actually open a brewery for like five hundred thousand. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like I'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> I'm not looking for the huge distribution <laughs> network or anything because I'm going to have people coming to me. Yes. They want to ride the giant super yacht <laughs> with three floors, <laughs> and they want to ride it up and down the river as they drink at the dumb brewery. <laughs> I mean, I'd pay good money for that. Yeah. It's a tourist <laughs> attraction at this point. I don't need to advertise or anything. People will advertise it for me. People will go, holy fuck, there's a giant super yacht in the middle of the river. Quick, get on Twitter and Reddit. It's also <laughs> flying a pirate flag and it's full of pirate beer <laughs> and mead. That's crazy. Uh, but you know, if you do something crazy like that, yeah. you can go to city council. They'll give you tax breaks. Sure, yeah. I'll get tax breaks off it. I'll get all kinds of stuff. So yeah, $4 million left over to... For the actual facility of the brewing. Mm-hmm. I figure the brewing will can be done off of the boat. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a novelty if it's on the boat, but, you know, we'll see. We'll throw a pilot system on there. A pilot house system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the boat sinks, I don't want to lose the brewery. Right, so, exactly. You know, Let's be smart about this. And then I figure since, you know, uh, you know f- the, the actual number for the pirate's uh, salary is mm-hmm. 37875 Yeah. So I still have a little bit left over. Mm-hmm. And with that little bit left over, since we're getting rid of the fucking team, <laughs> there's still some things left over. Oh. And for a hundred thousand, I'm going to buy the parrot. <laughs> <gasps> yes. And the parrot will just, you know, the hundred thousand will be the yearly salary mm-hmm. of the parrot on the ship. And it'll still do all the dumb parrot shit. <laughs> you adopt the parrot. Yeah, I adopt the parrot. <laughs> <laughs> that makes complete sense. And since I still have even a couple other hundred thousands left over, mm-hmm. weekends get the brogies. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Package deal. That's right. Bring them in. Mrs. T's. Well, I can slap a fucking Mrs. T's sticker on the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> get them for free. I don't it's give a fine. shit. <laughs> yeah. Just, just get them here. Yeah. We'll have fucking regatta of the pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm, all I'm seeing is pierogies, like, trying to kayak around. Right. <laughs> around the boat in a race like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> this needs to happen. Yeah. And that's, a, that's, a, that's how you quickly spend $37 million. <laughs> you put uh, the majority of it in a giant fucking super yacht. <laughs> it's a big old FU boat. <laughs> yeah. A big old FU boat with fucking bathtubs and... <laughs> And chandeliers in it, and we'll, we'll rip the bathtubs out. And, Nobody but, needs those. Yeah, but we'll just put more toilets in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make the pierogies race around the boat in the bathtubs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's how I would spend $37 million. The way improves the city. Yes, it does. <laughs> we don't have to stop work. We, have, we can stop worrying about shit-ass baseball <laughs> and have super yachts and video games. <laughs> Everybody wins. Fucking top ball, baseball cages, and (laughs) arena football. You can have all these things instead of dumbass pirates. Everybody wins with that. Yeah. If you have an idea of how you want to spend that $37 million here in the beautiful city of Pittsburgh, let us know. HopNationUSA, gmail.com. 
Yeah. Please and thank you. I'm or, actually genuinely curious. Yeah, or Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. If we if we get enough submissions, we'll do it again next week and yeah. tell we'll tell everybody how you would spend the thirty seven million. Yes. <laughs> I I hope we get enough for a segment. Yes. I want some too. But yep, send all it in. Yes. Do it. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you say we get back to this barrel aged beer? Uh it's not barrel aged. Oh, is it spired? No. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> you your brain has ten percent kicked in. <laughs> Here we are. No, no. There is a barrel aged version. Uh which, that's what it was. Yes. Which we talked about yes, before we before we started recording even. Yes, we did. <laughs> but no, this is just a regular ten percent uh double yes. hazelnut brown ale. The Listerman Chacao. And it is very good. Yeah, it's very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, as it warmed up, you got more of those nutty notes. Mm-hmm. Um the, the the alcoholic burn is still there. It is. But it's not overpowering. Uh, I have a feeling the barrel-aged version of this might fucking just blanket out any sense of it being a brown ale. It might. Yeah. It might. Uh, yeah. But I would be willing to try. If somebody handed me a bottle of it, I would certainly crack it open mm-hmm. and give it the old yeoman's effort. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would still drink that as well. It's just... it This, this one still very much... Tastes and feels like a brown ale, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas uh, yeah, I, I feel their barrel aged version may not. But. It's gonna kick it in the porter category, even though it's really not gonna be a porter. No, it's just gonna kick it in the fucking gasoline category. Yes, it tastes like fucking ethanol, <laughs> not like brown ale. Yes. So, what do you say we take a break? Yeah, get another one going. Yeah, uh, after these messages, mm, it's something. Okay, <laughs> all right, back in a second. You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Episode 242 of the Hop Nation USA podcast has now arrived at segment three, which means we arrived at our third brown ale of the evening. Adam, what is it? Our third brown ale of the afternoon uh-huh. or maybe morning. Sure. I don't know when you're listening. Yeah, throw the CIA off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They already know. Hmm. They already know. But no, we are drinking the Gristly Bear. Yeah. By Grist House. Yeah. Here in beautiful Pennsylvania. Uh, This beer clocks in at 5.3% on the ABV. Uh, And according to the untapped 38 IBUs, Mm. if you're into that sort of thing, uh, it's supposed to be nutty, malty, full-bodied, and silky smooth with hints of caramel and coffee. Okay. There you go. Uh, shout out to uh, Derek, friend of the show, for uh, setting us up with this beer. Yes. Thank you, Derek. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink this beer. Yeah. Grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. Did you say, I forget what you said the ABV was. It was 5.3. Okay. So... Back down to regular people's standards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Probably well within the style. <laughs> I would believe that, yes. 
If you're a BJCP judge. <laughs> Which I am not. No, never mind. Um, yeah, uh, pouring it, though, again, this one has the clarity mm-hmm. like the Listerman did, whereas the Mischievous Brown was more murk. Yes. So this one seems to be a little more clear, and like the white bends around it a little bit more, and you see... Like it has, once it separates a little bit, you know, it has a nice, like an orange, mm-hmm. like almost an orange hue to it. And uh, it had some head on it when you poured it out. Yeah. And uh, according to them, it's supposed to have a uh, chestnut hue that is punctuated with a fluffy white head. It does that. There you go. <laughs> it's almost as if they looked at the beer. Right. It's almost as if they've had this beer for a minute because this is one of the OG beers I remember. I believe this is the first beer I ever had from Grist House. It's one of the first ones I had because mm. it was the the beers that made me fall in love with Grist House were this beer, um, Camp Slap Red, obviously. Oh, yeah. And the Black Ripe Yay. Ah, okay. Yeah. And I then, don't know that I ever had that one. It, it's, <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably at the very beginning of the recipe book. It's very beginning of the recipe book. I don't know that they ever made it again because they did do a black IPA not too long ago when they we had that resurgence, but it wasn't that one. Mm, that was so. the, the Hops of Darkness you're referring to. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did the Hops of Darkness, but black IPA was one of the early, early ones. I remember you talking about that beer. Yeah, because I, I love it, but right. I don't see it anymore. <laughs> Dear Grist House, make Steve that beer again. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it, it probably might be canceled now. But the black in the USSR, Russian Imperial style. Ah, yes. Yes. Name's canceled. <laughs> you canceled. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah. But That's what we need to do for next week. We need to give them a new name for all these beers. Yeah. Putin's Revenge. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> I, is it? Is it? I, I, I think I did see somebody okay, say good. that like they should cancel it. Oh, all right. <laughs> I saw somebody say that. Right. I, I honestly don't give a shit. That's not why we're here right no, now. No, we're talking brown ass. We not, are. Not Russian peer stouts. That's right. We're talking gristly bears. So on the nose, it's a little more it's a little more nutty. It is. Than what the mischievous brown was. Mm-hmm. But not so much as the Listerman, because the Listerman is meant to be fucking Nutella. <laughs> right. That one that one's got adjuncts in it to to zhuzh it up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not terribly comparing this one to that. that no, one, that's but. sort of its own own entity. Yeah, but yeah, there's definitely a lot more clarity on this one. It's it's probably the lightest in color for the brown ales. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh on the taste, I do like it. Uh, it's quite mm-hmm. enjoyable. It's got a good maltiness to it. Yeah. Almost a sweetness. Yeah, yeah, it does have a little extra sweetness that the other two beers, like even even as big and you, you could accuse the last one of being a pastry brown. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this one is a little bit more sweet than that one because mm-hmm. that last one had so much alcohol burn to it. Yes. And it was, it was more nutty than sweet. Mm-hmm. This one feels, again, more down the middle, but it has just like a, a sweet uptick in the middle. This kind of seems like the Goldilocks. A little bit. <laughs> Not quite looking for a pun, but here we are. Because it is the Grizzly Bear, mm-hmm. uh, but it is—it does seem like it's kind of combining the two, the Helltown and the uh, the what was it, the Listerman, the Listerman, Chikow. Chikow. Thank you, the Listerman, Listerman and the Helltown. Put those together, that kind of gets you into the Grizzly Bear realm. Well, put those together, and you get a whole different beer. <laughs> I think you need to do a different operation, like divide or subtract, or <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think, oh, we'll get the pedmas out. <laughs> Exponentialize. Is that a thing? <laughs> Exponentialize. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Again, Art I building. was on the liberal <laughs> arts. You were in the STEM. 
Now is when you can correct me. <laughs> I was in the in the gray brick building. Yeah. <laughs> Chained to a desk. <laughs> is exponentialized a thing? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Damn it. But you're you're you know, you've got an art degree. You can make it a thing. Right, yeah. I just make it a word. I just like if I write a book and I write it in the book enough times, mm-hmm. then it becomes a word. Right, exactly. But yeah, uh, otherwise, hey, like I said, this is one of the first beers I fell in love with Cristal, so. Mm. And they just got up from there. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, I, it, this is all just kind of like a reminder course because I haven't drank mm-hmm. a lot of brown ales yeah. in, in the past year or so, so. Yeah. This is a reminder course, and yeah, I'm reminded this is still good, so. Yeah, it's kind of like going back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way back to 2014. Ah. <sighs> Things were simpler back then. Probably one of the last years things were okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying, we've had a... We've run the gamut. We're closer to a 10-year run of fucking dog shit than we are. <sighs> yeah. And again, that also depends. Do you want to all go all the way back to 2008? No. I mean, that's when the fucking recession happened. Recession hit. Yep. Yeah. Call me claps. <laughs> but that is the year that I met you. It was 2008. Right. Yeah. yeah. So not all bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it made friends. And then mm-hmm. I was generally poor. I expected to be poor mm-hmm. in 2008 because that was after college. Right. So I expected to be poor. Yeah. I just didn't know how I'd be poor forever <laughs> after that. <laughs> you were still within range. Right. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. I'm out of college. Everybody out of college is right. poor. Yeah, we're all poor together. <laughs> I think Sam was still working in a fucking coffee shop, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is a, 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 a time far long ago, but mm-hmm. we still have things left over from there like Grizzly Bear. And it's nice that it still doesn't suck. I'm pretty sure I've got a pair of socks from then too. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's my contribution. Great. <laughs> Moving on. Yes, please. We are going to do a segment. And uh, <gasps> okay. with the the ruling of the keystone and stone, mm-hmm. I, I think this opens up a whole bag of worms. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> that's where you carry your worms in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> do you not have a, a bag of worms? Yeah. I do. Mine's <laughs> in the trunk of my car. <laughs> but... I think we can start suing a lot more people. Oh, yeah. For a lot more shit. (laughs) (laughs) We are starting a service. We need to start raining some shit in (laughs) this goddamn industry. Wow. And it's time to do it through lawsuits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sue everyone. Well, that's just, if everybody loses money, then nobody loses money. That's right. (laughs) But hopefully I can can make some money (laughs) off of this. I have a few frivolous lawsuits mm-hmm. in here, but uh, Adam and I have come up with a, a number of lawsuits. Yes. Both for breweries to sue other breweries with and for us to sue, sue breweries with. Yes. And we'll just go through a couple of them <laughs> <laughs> as we sip on our grizzly bear. Yes. None of my lawsuits involve, none of my lawsuits involve grist house. So. Uh, none of my lawsuits involve anybody that we drank tonight. Yeah. So everybody's safe there. Yes. <laughs> I got I got one though. Okay. That is Pittsburgh Brewery based. I'm listening. And it's the Pittsburgh Brewing Company. Okay. I'm suing them for emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still the fact that it's 2022 
And I still remember how bad the Red Hot Iron is. Oh. There's guaranteed a class action lawsuit in that. Yeah. If you remember how bad it is. Yeah. And I remember how bad it is. Yeah. There's got to be at least one more person. (laughs) Class action. Let's get this going. Yeah. (laughs) We all remember it. (laughs) Then that's emotional damage. Yes, it is. Uh, Opening request, $50 million. $50 million or... Uh, you know, do better when they try to reopen uh, because they do have that new facility, right? So be better. So I get to pick at least four beers a year. Yes. Now at here's least. a question: <laughs> uh, What would be the first beer that you would do or have them do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be one out there you just itching to have them do. Probably make them do Roush beers. Yeah, thank you. That's, <laughs> That's what, what I was. Just, yeah. What I was looking for. I just make them do that. I don't care if they lose money or, or not. Turn that's, them into a Roush beer brewery. Yeah, that's part of the lawsuit. You have to do Roush beers. <laughs> <laughs> just bring a case of Roush beers to the judge every three months to yeah, prove. Right. <laughs> they did it. They, they did it, judge. It's okay. We can keep going, but I, if it, they don't, all jail. <laughs> straight to jail. Yeah, straight to jail. <laughs> See, the judge would absolutely be on your side for that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. They get yeah. free beer. Right. They get free beer off of it. They get free Roush beer. Unless they don't like Roush beer. Mm. Mm. I need to find a cool judge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to find a lawyer that uh, that deals with the judges in the area. Right. <laughs> you know, get some independent polling going. Who know? wants to smoke? <laughs> <laughs> don't say who wants to smoke to a judge. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But, you know, to the DA. <laughs> no. That's how Batman movies start. <laughs> Who wants to smoke? <laughs> Can you imagine just sending ominous letters <laughs> like three weeks? And then on the last day, just the case of Roush Beards. <laughs> <laughs> Send a letter to Edgar Snyder. <laughs> Who wants to smoke? What is this? <laughs> uh well, hey, it's no, you know, you don't pay anything unless they get money for you, so. Fair enough, yeah. But yeah, that is, I'm suing Pittsburgh Brewing Company for emotional damage, and in return, I want to be able to pick some of their portfolio. Also, I, I would just say QA. Yeah. Like, I get to taste everything before it goes out the door, mm. and if they give me something bad, then I get mad and get money for that. I like that. It's like a penalty. Mm. It's like, oh, you can't put this out, this is trash, but also pay me for telling you this is trash. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I've got one. Uh, I am suing the Distill Brewing Company. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, they do. <sighs> Lost earnings. Mm. Lost earnings. You know why? Not enough distro out here. Well, not only that, uh, but with Distill, <sighs> I went to them to go pick up some chainsaws. Yeah. They don't make chainsaws. Oh. Because I, I was getting some, uh, you know, Distill chainsaws. Yeah. They don't make them. They don't make chainsaws. No, steel makes them. Steel makes the chainsaws. They don't make them. Mm. It's disappointing. You know what? That also sounds like steel has a has a pretty good case as well. Everybody's coming after everybody. Yeah. Everybody get in here. Yeah. Steel's got a good case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that honestly, that's a bad combination. Chainsaws yeah. and beer. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, you heard duh, and you're like, yeah, the. Yeah, if you're in the Wisconsin, steel. yeah, just <laughs> yeah. steel. Yeah. I one got that to steal. <laughs> yeah, you got to steal. Yeah. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, to steal, they're going to be giving me money. Yeah. 
can't trick you like that. No. They don't have enough distro out here for their sours. And you see them so rarely that you don't know that they don't make chainsaws. I don't know that. Yeah. Until it was too late. Right. <laughs> they owe you money. I, I agree. Yes. <laughs> Please and thank you. I ha- I have a series of lawsuits that we need to bring up. Okay. I've got a pair as well. These these aren't these aren't me involved. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I can't make money off these. But this is a series of lawsuits that all breweries basically get into a battle royal over. Ooh. Because I'm fucking sick and tired of so many repeat names. <laughs> okay. In non-creativity. <laughs> I'm listening. On untapped. So basically, if you if you have a beer name that is the same as somebody else, mm-hmm. you have to go to court to figure out who gets the beer name. Oh, yes. And then either if you lose, you either stop brewing that beer or you come up with a new name and I just like cut that. the shit. <laughs> I like that. Do you know, like, because we've been through this before. There are how many Saison of the Witches out there? Mm-hmm. Enough of that. Yeah. Somebody gets to have Saison of the Witch. I don't care if it's the best one or if it's the first one. Somebody figures that out in court. They've earned it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you brew the Saison of the Witch with, the, like, the most gold medals, mm-hmm. maybe you're the winner. Yeah. But if maybe if you've been brewing it since 1992 and can prove that. Ah, I like that. Maybe you're the winner. Mm-hmm. Either way, 30 other breweries got to knock that shit off. Yeah, they're, they're can, <laughs> this is Highlander territory. Yeah. Stop writing coattails. Yeah. The other one that really sticks out to me, mm-hmm. uh, the Bombshell Blonde oh, or Blonde yeah. Bombshell. Yeah. Either one of those. Get the, Honestly, that's not creative in the first place. Right. Stop making it in the first place, mm-hmm. but there can only be one of those. I only allow one of those. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Like Blondales in general kind of suck, but. Hey now! If hey we're now. gonna have like, if we're going to have a Blondale and one of them has to be a bombshell, that's fine. Yes. The rest of you, quit it. Be better. Yeah. Be better. Get more imaginative. Cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> really, that should just be the theme of this show. Yeah. <laughs> I found another one though that okay. fits this, mm-hmm. uh, but no breweries win. Oh. Uh, McDonald's wins. <laughs> oh. Because the number of beers within the past couple years mm-hmm. that have coming out with the name Shamrock Shake. Oh. All sued. <laughs> Honestly, they kind of should be. Yeah. <laughs> kind of should be. Yeah. All sued. <laughs> like, that's definite confusion. <laughs> yeah. Especially the ones who make the green gloop clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? No, they should be sued because, again, that goes back to siding with mega corporations. Yeah, it does, but... Like I'm not bootlegging for McDonald's, but it just occurred. It just occurred to me, mm-hmm. like yes, there are a bunch of beers named Shamrock Shake, but even if you narrow it down to one, then you know the clown will still come for its money. <laughs> so, clown's getting its blood money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants this smoke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the smoke? Ah, uh, the mouse. That was that was two weeks ago. Was that last week? Last week was uh, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, look up. Uh, no, there's a series of Ronald McDonald videos. Oh boy, and he sounds like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but yeah, just okay. Uh, just look it up on the YouTube. Okay. Look, Ronald McDonald meltdown. I don't know. So did there's you? A number of them. <laughs> did you ever see the animated short film uh, uh, Logorama? I did. Yeah. That is a fantastic short film. Yeah, yeah. And it is a badass characterization of Ronald McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> if you have never seen the short film, go find it. I think it's on Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's not on the tubes. I think you got to go to Vimeo. It's around. I think it was uh I think it was an Oscar nominated short at one it point. It was. Yes. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, yeah it is it is worth it. Yeah. And you're gonna probably gonna watch it two or three times to try to catch everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's just like yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's like a commercial, but it's not because it's uh, it's against that kind of stuff. But yes, <laughs> but you still wind up seeing all the brands. So you do. <laughs> but at the same time, Mister Peanut gets his head blown off. Right. So <laughs> yeah, you know, not all bad. Not all bad. <laughs> all right, I've got I've got one, uh, and these are two these are two companies that uh, that are in my hobbies. These are in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Firestone Walker. Sure. They're going after Firestone Tires. Gotcha. (laughs) Could be confusion. Could be confusion. Especially if Firestone makes any smoked beers. And you know, you're smoking tires. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. The confusion happening right there. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We're going to get somebody else in on on this. Mm -hmm. Stone Brewing. Okay. They're good at this. Right. You know, Firestone Tires. Right. Same thing. Do, Do the fire and the stone appear as a monolith? Yeah, there you go. They already or got are the, they separated? <laughs> they can be separated very easily. Yeah. So they already got the paperwork filed. Yeah, yeah. You know, just change some names, change some <laughs> dates, resubmit it. Especially, hey, like now I know Firestone and Stone don't get into this, mm-hmm. but if Firestone and Stone had like exploding cans, ah, Firestone, the tire company, mm-hmm. could very easily have a suit for, you know, trying to copy their gimmick. Yes. And not only that, once that lawsuit is done, uh, Stone can sue Firestone Walker. Yeah. For use of the word stone. Right. In their name. Uh, And then it's sort of like everybody just eats themselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it all goes downhill from there. Mm -hmm. Just. And that was a thing that was brought up. It was like, how many lawsuits is Stone going to open now that they've won one? They have precedent. <laughs> yeah. They do have precedent. Now they go after everybody with stone in their name. Not that they haven't already been doing that forever. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I got another one. Okay. And this one, uh, my last two are false advertising claims. Oh. Okay. So these could be class action suits or they could just be, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one person, doesn't matter. Uh, Stellar Artois. Uh-huh. False advertising. Why? Have you seen their advertisements? No. Okay, well, all of their advertisements are very snooty and highfalutin. <laughs> okay. Like, they really send off the vibe that Stella Artois is like a upper echelon beer. It's Okay. Why? Well, it's fucking not. I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but the thing is, they can sell that in America, mm-hmm. but they that's false advertising because everywhere else... It's the fucking Bud Light. Yeah, it's the trash everyday beer. Yeah, it's trash everyday beer. It's sound. It's sold in giant pounders. <laughs> it's what people get blasted on in the streets before you go to the footy. Yeah. So no more, no more of that shit. They had a fucking Super Bowl ad that had uh, the, the Sex in the City girl. Oh, okay. And uh, Jeff Bridges reprising his role as the dude. Oh yes, and they were both in like a super f- swanky restaurant, mm-hmm. and like the beer was prepared by cutting the head off with a butter knife. Oh yeah, that's a thing that they do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and serving it in like almost a goblet, but not really. It's like in between goblet and tulip. It's you know, yeah, but it's fucking trash beer. So no more of that. All right. From now that. on, it has to be advertised either by chavs, <laughs> hobos, or hillbillies, <laughs> or some combination thereof. Or some combination thereof. <laughs> I. I actually assume that there has to be one campaign mm-hmm. of the chavs of Europe <laughs> handing off the Stellar Artois 
to the hillbillies of America. Oh, yeah. To let everybody know who this beer is actually for. It's for low rent people. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not disparaging low rent people. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like the uh it sounds like the premise for the second Kingsman movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's be honest. Yeah. But like I, I'm, I'm not disparaging low rent people, but it just has to be more clear mm-hmm. that that's who it's for. Be who you are. Yeah, be who you are. You're not for high price luxury. Right. You're trash. <laughs> Fucking accept your trash status. Advertise to trash people. <laughs> Wallow in your mud. Yeah. Start selling in plastic forties. <gasps> yeah. 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 It's okay. <laughs> people will still drink. <laughs> still it. drink it. Yeah. It's fine. You'll probably sell more. Probably because. Honestly, if you sell to the luxury crowd and they drink it once and they go, ugh, (laughs) they're going to turn right around and go back to the sissier Sazerac. Ooh. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I would do if I had money. (laughs) Yeah, let's just make a show for that. Yeah. If I had money, I'm never drinking Stella Artois ever. I've had one in my life, and I'll probably never have another again. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely never having one if I have money. Right, exactly. (laughs) You can avoid it completely. Absolutely. You've earned that right. (laughs) Yeah. So... Yeah, false advertising. Stop selling to the luxury class. Mm-hmm. You are now trash class. Sell to trash people, and like I don't know, you could be you could reinvent yourself and become a hero of the worker. Blue collar. Yeah, get that blue collar money. You can do that in America. It's true. I've but, seen it happen before. But stop trying to be what you're not. Yeah. What uh, What was your second one? Oh, the second one is a founders class action. Oh, don't they already have one? I'm sure, yeah. But th- this is a, this is one on top of all of the others. Oh, okay. So, so dog piling. Yeah, this all is right. dog. This is finding a new angle. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like ways to fucking bankrupt founders. <laughs> uh, but this one is uh, based off the all day IPA, mm-hmm. and I think anybody who falls asleep or throws up, oh, in a 24 hour period while trying to drink the all day IPA, mm-hmm. has a suit on their hands because obviously they couldn't drink it all day. Smart, yeah, smart, yeah. Get that money, yeah. Get that money and shut down founders. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> just, just frivolous lawsuits on yeah. founders. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I've got one more. Uh, that I'm going to do, and it's uh, it's against abjuration. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How so? Uh, it's going to be a fake lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a, an absolute ridiculous lawsuit. I haven't figured out what I'm going to sue them for. Okay. But uh, whatever it is, it's going to get their name in the news. Oh. And uh, they'll be able to sell more beer because their name will be out there. Mm. So it'll be have to be really frivolous. And oh, you'll have, yeah. You'll have to actually be the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm willing to fall on that sword. All right. It's for the greater good. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just haven't figured out what I'm going to sue him for. Right. Yeah. It's got to be stupid. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. That. Hey, yeah. Because you don't want to go the addiction route. Not addiction, and I don't want to go in in any sort of health hazard. Like you know, like have yeah. a rat in a taster glass. Oh no. That well, nah, I don't want to do def- that. That's definitely bad. Because I was just thinking addiction route. Because I'd be like, oh, it, the beer is so good. Yeah, but that's ooh, yeah, then, yeah. Then but you, you get, don't want to do that. No, then you get the people from Mad involved, <laughs> right? And yeah, that's that's a bad. <laughs> mad and Dare get involved. It's like, no, no, get out of here. Just, no, <laughs> you get no, go away. <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> Um, damn. Yeah. How do you, how do you sue somebody and look like the asshole mm-hmm. and make them look like the heroes or the good guys? You could say their beer is like too fresh. Yeah. 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 Or it's like, 
yeah, it's like too fresh or it was served too cold. Ooh, too cold would be. That yeah. would be interesting. Because that's like the, that's like the McDonald's lawsuit. They kind of have some precedent there. Yeah. Yeah, they have precedent. Although that lady was actually horribly She burned. was. Yeah. 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 She deserved every penny, penny that she should have gotten. Yeah. But yeah, if you can say it's like it was too cold and it hurt your teeth, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hurt your feelings. <laughs> and Dave was laughing in the back the whole time. <laughs> Everybody pointed and laughed at me. <laughs> Yeah, you could you could say like I don't know it was too comfortable or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. Like you fell asleep at the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> they were too welcoming. Yeah, too welcoming. <laughs> so you fell asleep at the brewery. Staff was too friendly. You missed the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So yeah, super frivolous gets their name in the paper. Mm-hmm. Gets more people to visit them and support them against you. Yes. Yeah. Over a totally ridiculous premise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna call Channel Eleven like yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Dear Julie Bologna, <laughs> Julie Bologna, is she still around? I don't know. I don't, I don't watch know. TV. <laughs> I hope she is. She was yeah. nice. Yeah, she was nice. It just she was the first one that came to mind. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I'm suing abjuration. Mm. Watch your backs, Dave and Tom. That's right. I'll, I'll settle for a dollar. Sure. <laughs> Settle out of court with a handshake and a dollar, which will go right back to them. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll just go have the handshake at the at the brewery. Yeah, right in the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's how we're making all our money, and everybody's making money off everybody else. That makes sense. Sue everyone and get this industry back in line where we belong. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course there's all the real suits out there. <laughs> <laughs> Racism and sexual assault. Yeah, but that's like, uh, I don't, this is those aren't as fun. No, this is like this. Is, I like I like the battle royale of like settling one beer name and yeah, that's that's way better than yeah all that stuff that that goes in segment one. Right. Yeah, that's all segment one stuff. Let's bring back the fun to suing people. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1996 again. Let's sue everybody. That's right. Let's get the lit back in litigation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, if you have any idea of what you want to sue people for. <laughs> Who's got it coming? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good segment. Yeah. Who's got it coming? Who's got it coming? If you send us good litigation, <laughs> we'll put it on the show, put it in our Who's Got It Coming segment. Yeah, we're going to pencil that one in. Yeah. Uh, but what uh, what'd you think of this gristly bear? Yeah, I mean, it's revisiting an old classic. Mm-hmm. You know, It was just a nice thing to have on a nice day. Revisiting the hometown. Yeah. Yeah. It does it does make the podium harder. Yes, but it does. Yeah. Overall, it, again, this is just easy drinking. It's a little bit more sweet than the mischievous brown ale, but it's uh yeah, it's five point three, so you could put a bunch away. Mm-hmm. Again, not in the pirates parking lot, but sun mm-hmm. goes down or any other time. It's great. Yeah. Post game beer. Yeah, post game beer. I guess we should go to the podium, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea what you're doing? Mm-mm. Okay, I'll go first then. Okay. <laughs> so for me, I, I I felt strong coming into this one. Yeah. I thought I knew it was going to happen. Right. And then it didn't. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and, and as Steve has just said, I don't think there was a bad one in the bunch here. No. I would drink any of these again. No, good beers all around. Mm-hmm. Yes. This was a very pleasant episode in terms of beer. Uh, no surprises, no, you know... No disappointments. Uh, but I believe somebody's got to go in third place. And I believe I'm going to put the Helltown, the mischievous or the mischievous brown. Uh, I liked it. I would definitely drink it again. Uh, but I think it just, uh, by the slimmest of margins, it just kind of 
ended up in, in the bronze medal position. It did nothing wrong. No. It did absolutely nothing wrong. It just sort of ended up there. Uh, but yeah, don't change anything because it's still a really good beer. But it just sort of ended up there. In the silver medal position, I'm going to put the uh, the triple digit, the Chikao by Listerman. Uh, I, I really like the taste on it. I really like the hazelnut. It definitely had some the Nutella vibes going on there. Uh, but at 10%, you can't necessarily drink a lot of them with, but with brown ales, you know, typically they're in the five to 6% range. So you can have a bunch of those or a decent amount of those with this one. Not so much, not so much really good tasting, really good. I would even put it in the, in the dessert side of things, but you can only have one gold medal position, grist house, grisly bear, gold medal. I I really like this one. We had talked about this. It kind of combined the two, uh, the Helltown and the Listerman. It kind of split the difference, and I think that made it the best. Gold medal, walking away. Chris yeah. House. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not too, too different from you, but uh, or I do have bronze and silver swapped. Okay. Uh, Listerman, I'm going to put in the bronze. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I would drink it again. It's enjoyable beer. It's just the only one that I found a flaw in. Ah. Of of the it was uh you know uh, a little too hot. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. it. It just like it has nice flavors all throughout. Like I really like the nutty back end to it. It has a great hazelnut Nutella nose to it. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of great points. It's just the only one that also has a flaw yeah. of that. It's just a little too hot, you know. But also expected with ten percent. But I've also had ten percent that don't taste hot. So. <laughs> That's uh, all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> or splitting hairs. Yeah, splitting hairs. Also, I just couldn't drink as many of that as I could the other beers. Mm-hmm. Like one and done for that one, more or less. Yeah. You know, two and done maybe. But the other ones I can drink more of. Uh, silver, I'm going to put the mischievous brown ale by Helltown. Uh, again, not really any faults in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I think the Grizzly Bear does it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, the, it's the the Helltown one is a nice even drinker. Um, nothing stands out per se, uh, but it has an even tasting profile all the way through. It tastes like a brown ale. You can't confuse it for an amber or a porter even. Mm-hmm. So it stays right in the lane. It, it's made really well, and you know, like I said, it's a metal winner, even though it doesn't have the metals on the can. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think Grizzly Bear, at least this version of it, um, mm. you know, the the 2022, the the, the current, yes. <laughs> it is, it, it's just a little bit cleaner. Mm. And like you can see that in the the color, it's just cleaner. And it has that one little bright spot of sweetness to it mm-hmm. that, that sets it apart that I think, you know, I enjoy just a little bit more, that little sweet pop as compared to just being all the way through. If the mischievous brown is kind of a flat, Ohio land, <laughs> then the grizzly bear has a hill or two in it. So I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, again, they're all great and I'd all drink, drink them all again. And <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like I just said, we're splitting hairs in this yeah. episode. Yeah. This is just revisiting and also, you know, like telling people of the world, like, cause again, we've talked about it before. Brown ale is a Pittsburgh thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we all like our brown ales. You know, the one we didn't have on simply because we had it on on that episode, but go back and visit our Allegheny City episode. Yes. For their Deutschtown Brown. Mm-hmm. That's also uh, one of the best beers 
you know, one. I mean, it's one of their best beers, but it's also one of the best brown ales that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I would actually be interested in trying it again, just to put it up against the other two that we've had. I mean, there's a weekend coming up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like one of those, it's like, you know, I, I have fond memories of the Deutschtown Brown. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's better than the ones that we had tonight, though? Well, now that you've kind of refreshed your memories on all of these. Right. It's time to refresh your memory on that. Yeah. Gotta go check it out. Yes. But, yeah, check out all these beers. Check out Brown Ales. Brown Ales are good. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe, hopefully, coming up uh, this uh, this winter, maybe Festivus comes back from full pint. Ah, hint, hint. That one I also had very fond memories of. Yes. That one was very uh, different in that it was spiced, but excellent all yes. the same. And by the way, uh, shout out to Full Pint for opening their Warrendale location. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, now that tap room is open and he's got brooms and he's got foods and you go check out. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to check us out, then search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anything that starts in pod ends and cast, we're on all of those. And leave us a five-star review on that platform because... We are a 37,875,000 star show, but Bob Netting only lets us use five. And that's a bigger crime than the fact that Terry Gilliam, Ben Wheatley, or Panos Cosmatos will not hear <laughs> this idea for this amazing Doc Ellis trip film. It really is. It is such a good idea for a film. It really is. Fuck all that Marvel garbage. <laughs> like, I like Marvel films. I like superhero movies. This is way better. This is so much better, and it's so much weirder. It could be so cool. Yeah. God damn it. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Pat McAfee, get on this train. Oh, yes. The Give pride, me some support. The pride of plum. Yeah. Gotta bring this to Shark Tank. Yes. Shark Tank. Fucking Cuban will get on board. He really would. Like, he almost bought the Pirates, but he definitely invested in a fucking Doc Ellis film. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. But, well, fall 2023, look for that premiere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get a producer credit. <laughs> Can I be an associate producer? Sure. I was here when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a couple of tickets to the premiere. Yeah, you get at least get you at least get a special thanks. How about that? Oh, you know what? That's fine. All right, you get special thanks and tickets. And my own IMDb page. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but all right, with that, we'll be back next week, and we'll have something new planned. Yes. Yes. I I did make a vintage estate trip, so I do have some things in the chamber. Yes, we do. We do have some things uh, coming up. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have a we have a show coming up. That won't be uninteresting. They're all not <laughs> uninteresting. I know. I'm just dragging it out. <laughs> all right. But next week? Next week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.